It is Kira and welcome and thanks as always for your precious time. RNZ Pacific editor Karoi Hawkins, lovely to see you. Naka. Now, uh, China, this sort of battle for the, politi- the political support of the Pacific states over the question of Taiwan. More gains for China of late. Yes, yeah. So uh, as, as we heard in recent weeks, Nauru obviously um, uh, switching ties from um, Taipei to Beijing. Um, we hadn't seen much movement since 2019. We had um, Kiribati and Solomons in the space of a week uh, switching ties. So this is quite significant. And then following on the, from that, um, Reuters reporting obviously that Tuvalu, who's having an election today, um, saying that they might actually even, well, one one MP saying that they, they might re- be reviewing their ties. The significance of this, it's often, I've heard it in the case of fisheries, it's votes in certain international arenas, isn't it? But can you explain a little bit more about why this matters from China's perspective and obviously from Taiwan's perspective? Yeah, so obviously the, the core of it is that, that um, uh, China doesn't recognise Taiwan as as a independent country and shouldn't it shouldn't have bilateral relations with anyone in in uh, China's view and um, Taiwan obviously uh, has uh, uh, still got a, about a dozen allies in the world that uh, recognize it as as a country and um, even the big countries that don't recognize it formally informally support it as you know with the US in that and New Zealand itself I think is a very nuanced <laughs> position as well so is it more symbolism as far as the impact of more and more countries changing their position i think i think the 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 problem that taiwan may have run into because it, it 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 has been accused as well as beijing of of dollar diplomacy in terms of you know uh, if you if you give us a, a a shout out at the un we'll give you this money for that is that china has a bigger checkbook and so so over over time that that um Reliance on the when I talked to uh, in my own country Solomon Islands about why we stuck with Taiwan initially, there was that you know um, they're a democratic country, um, uh, similar Small beliefs, guy, big guy. yeah, yeah, all of those yeah. kind of things w- were stronger. Mm-hmm. But when it came down to sort of looking at what aid can you give us for like a transactional relationship, that's I think where they may run into trouble, and is, is what we're seeing now. What is the political instability, please, in Melanesia at the moment that uh, is causing particular concern? Yes, so in Papua New Guinea we had the massive riots um, shortly after New Year and the Prime Minister still has a massive majority in Parliament but he's been trying to, you know, pin the blame on certain people, sacking different ministers, reshuffling and sort of shoring up his coalition and making it strong. So we've seen a few movements for James Marape in Parliament um, and uh, trying to sort of appease the public at the same time as keeping his political um, allies in in his in his camp. So we've seen a bit of movement, a few few departures of backbenchers out of the government, um, but in the core group it seems intact. Um, so the more the bigger concerns that we're seeing from commentators and analysts is that look, there's just a another massive loss for Papua New Guinea in terms of that violence, security, unrest sort of space. And there are a lot of underlying issues, high unemployment, high cost of living and corruption, which is driving all of this, yeah. Uh, In other news affecting Papua New Guinea, it's getting a visit from the Pope. Um, How common is this? Yeah, yeah, we we, um, got got wind of this yesterday and managed to confirm it with a spokesperson with the Catholic Church in Papua. 
Papua New Guinea. And yeah, in, in August, uh, the Pope Francis is supposed to be visiting two cities in Papua New Guinea over the course of three to four days. Details still to come. But um, yeah, we did check if it was the first Pope, uh, papal visit, but it, it isn't actually. John Paul II, uh, John, uh, Pope John Paul II visited Papua New Guinea in 1984 and he visited again in 1995. I think the 1995 visit was for the beatification of a, a saint. So, ah, okay. Yeah. I was going to ask if there was a particular Catholic tradition. Uh, of course, all the islands have their history of the arrival of Christian missionaries of different denominations. Yes. But is there a particular Catholic strand um, within Papua? Or? I think Papua New Guinea is like a... Um, it has a sort of a... It's called something of a centre for Catholic... Catholic Catholicism, yeah. In Melanesia. So mm, yeah. I think also it's the biggest sort of Pacific country in terms of population, so that might be a factor. But um, initially we'd heard... Um, got wind of this... Uh, last year that it was to be a visit to Polynesia. So uh, oh, uh, yeah, we, we were sort of uh, thinking that it would be the, that part of the Pacific. But um, um, there'd be so some excitement, obviously, in Polynesia about this possible visit from uh, the Pope, but that's not it's just, seemed I'm to just pan out that way. I'm just trying to visualise it. It's, um, <laughs> it's out there. I'll, I'll look forward to you bringing us further <laughs> stories uh, as time go, as time goes. Um, and what's he... Um, yeah, so he's just going to go visit and, yeah... We'll, we'll see. Okay, um, let's have, let's have a look at some of the other events. The Fiji women have had a wonderful debut, I understand, at the Hockey Fives World Cup. Oh, is this like the shorter version of the game, like sevens for rugby and whatever? Is it? Yeah, so it's a small, smaller, smaller side game of hockey, and they they won their first ever game at the first ever World Cup uh, against Oman um, yesterday. So they, they came from behind, won 3-2, and um, it was massive celebrations for the Fiji women. Um, and they uh, have, in their last game, drew with Malaysia, but were unable to go through the quarters because Malaysia had a higher goal difference. Oh, so, so, yeah, so they, they, they had a good run for a first appearance. And uh, so the women's competition, obviously getting to the business end, and the men's competition, Fiji's also there. Um, so along uh, with uh, New Zealand and Australia from Oceania. So, yeah, very exciting for them. I'm just visualising the speed of fives and hockey. I mean, hockey's a sport that exhausts me just watching it anyway. Yeah. But when, you, when you've got fewer players, I mean, it's like that with league, isn't it? Uh, sorry, with um, sevens, isn't it? <laughs> yes, yeah. I'm, I'm quite sad that I didn't get to, because these guys were in... Uh, Honiara for the Pacific Games last right. year. It's one of the sports oh, that I didn't, didn't manage to get to because <laughs> there was so much going on. But yeah, but yeah they, they, I think some of the qualification actually came from that tournament. So they've, they've been pretty busy. I have had a pretty busy few months for them. Yeah. Yeah, but I should I should just backtrack a little bit to Fiji, which is uh, having a, a massive problems as well at the moment. There's three government MPs that are in strife at the moment. We have, um, on Friday last week, the Prime Minister sacked the Education Minister, um, uh, Aseri Randronro, for uh, uh, insubordination. And then at the same MPs embroiled in a sex and drug scandal with the Minister for Women, Linda Tambuya, who's now being investigated by her own party for conduct. And that portfolio was given to the head of Sudelpa Viliame Ngavoka, the education portfolio. So he's taken on that portfolio. He's talked about stability in government in the coalition. But he's being investigated for chartering a flight, a charter flight to Israel for 200 Christian pilgrims. Cost about $3 million. And uh, it was there for the Feast of the Tabernacle around the time that just before the terrorist attack that kicked off all of that conflict over there. So. A few movements, the Sudelpa Management Board, the party's main decision body is meeting today. And one of the recommendations is for 
Rambuka to step down. So we're, we're just been following that. It's just that. all suddenly erupted, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So we've got a few few Melanesian countries sort of grappling with different things. Obviously, election underway in Tuvalu. Um, we've uh, election coming up for Solomon Islands, uh, election for Palau and, oh, is it Palau? Kiribati as well this year. So a few a few different movements in the political Another space. Another quiet year for you and your team, <laughs> Koroi. Uh, let's finish. There's been some king tides and freak waves around the Pacific of late. Yes. So um, we got a we got um, um, a really graphic video of a, this wave just pushing through a bar in a U.S. Army base up up in the North Pacific, up in Marshall Islands. And uh, I spoke with our um, Korean Marshall Islands and apparently uh, we, we usually get king tides and we see that the, the whole island groups affected but this was just a freak thing that went across the northern half and even in that space only a few areas affected but then um, so the base temporarily closed people evacuated all of that but then we saw I've seen in Solomon Islands villages in the north uh, in, in Malaita actually had king tides we've had um, king tides in Bougainville and also a, a ship was washed ashore in Samoa as well. And the Cook Islands also reporting some activity. So I've actually reached out to uh, Niwa there and, and just asked them to see if there's actually a, a regional event of some sort that we, we have missed or something like that. Seems to be a lot of um, coastal and ocean flooding at the moment. Uh, Mihi, thanks very much. Of course, you can keep up with all this news. And goodness, it's only January. Um, but certainly, Fiji, you'll be keeping a very close eye on where this all plays out in the next few days. rnz.co.nz forward slash international is the way to get to the website uh, copy of Koroi and his team. They are always flat stick. Uh, Mihi, thanks very much. Uh, Koroi Hawkins.